You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. No, Sheikh Shoaib, either. And the people, you know, when you go to a place called Medina, Medina to Nabi, that peace, tranquility that you find in Medina. But Alhamdulillah, this evening we have our very own Sheikh Shoaib Maida, who is a Medina University graduate. He's an alim, he's an astute businessman. He's a humanitarian, he's a motivational speaker, and he appears on many, many platforms and uh, media platforms throughout the world. But Alhamdulillah, Sumal, Alhamdulillah, he's committed to... Uh, uh, this uh, segment of our show, Pertinence of Punctuated, and he's also committed to Barqa Sahaba, the voice of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Sheikh Shoei Maiza, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. And how are you doing this fine, beautiful evening, Ya Sheikh? Wa Alaikum Assalam wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh to my dear bro- beloved brother Shafat Ahmed Khan and all the distinguished uh, listeners of Marqa Sahaba this evening. Alhamdulillah, thumma alhamdulillah, I'm all right, and uh, the evening is going so well, Shaf. And also, I hope on your side, everything is okay. And yes, um, you know, Allah has been so great to us. As you said, Medina is a peaceful place, and also we actually experience that peaceful kind of weather. This is quite two, th- a few days, inshallah, and we ask Allah to maintain this kind of weather. You know, you could hear there, here and there people getting worried, seeing the clouds gathering up and saying, you know, I, I hope it's not going to be a storm again. You know, Allah has brought that back, that kind of fear. We, we respect uh, nature and we respect how things go around us, Shaf. But Alhamdulillah, Allah kulli hal, Shaf. Yeah, you said it well. Kulli hal. Whatever the condition is, uh, Allah make it easy for all of us. Medina, Medina, Medina to Nabi. Hey, hey, come, Sheikh Maida. Let's get into that. But mashallah, we can go on saying that over and over again. Well, our topic this evening, the significance of Quran recitation. Now, I know, Sheikh Shoaib Maida, the sickness of this generation, is sadly, which is a reality, that most young, you know, most of the youngsters, they no longer read or listen to the Noble Quran. And I don't know why this is happening, but we should know why this is happening, because there's so much of a deception around them. There's so much of... Uh, you know, propaganda around them. There's so much of, uh, you know, glitter, glamour and glitter and meretricious, uh, you know, um, beauty around them that uh, the youngsters are getting caught in that web of concomitance, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida. Definitely, Shaf, you know, it's just uh, the world we live in. Uh, Let me not uh, blame it on the world. I would say the environment that we live in with our children and everybody is where actually these things are happening. You know, if uh, we come in an environment where we actually value glitter than anything else, you know, we have the best uh, musical systems in the house, the best television in the house. And uh, I mean, uh, the best uh, cupboards in the house, best set of offices in the house to work in. But not even a single place for Muswala that is respectable with all the area in the house. Chap, definitely our youngsters will be caught and will be taken away by this uh, frenzy of social media, which is bringing glitter every day. And every day is a new thing. You upload this, it has to be upgraded. I need to have a new one, the best one, the good one. Day and night, the youth actually consumed in that kind of life pattern, Chap. In the same token, forgetting the importance of reciting the Quran, as you said. You know, Allah has promised us, وَجَعَلْنَا مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ مَا هُوَ شِفَاءٌ لِلنَّاسُ شِفَاءٌ وَرَحْمَةٌ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ Allah says He has brought from the Quran whatsoever shifa, a cure, and also a mercy to the entire universe. 
So we actually forgetting to read the book that gives us guidance, which has got cure for us. And this cure comes in different ways, sharp. If you read the Quran with understanding, our desires that are you know, manifested with a lot of rust and uh, all the evil uh, thinking and evil dealing, the Quran is going to help us to cleanse all that. So we're forgetting that part. We need to go back to decide the Quran at all the time, stuff, and uh, definitely we'll see there'll be a big differences in our lives, you know. And uh, Allah Ta'ala says, when we recite the Quran, Allah Ta'ala has brought between us and shaitan, actually a stumbling block. So which means we are secured, we are safeguarded. So why are we not doing all this? Why don't we want that safeguard, safeguard as a guidance from Allah, what we get safeguarded from shaitan and his, his evil ways of dealing with things? So yes, we need to move back sharp, you know, go back to the basics. The Quran is a book of Shifa. You look at Surah Fatiha itself. It's the surah that carries the whole Quran. And if you're reciting uh, that surah Fatiha in your salah all the time, it means you're praising Allah, you acknowledge who Allah is, and you know where to seek guidance from, and you know who's the king of kings, and you know what kind of guidance you want. That even our Nabi Sallallahu has mentioned to say, if you perform salah, you know, without surah Fatiha, that means your salah is incomplete. So you look at this, Shaf, the recitation of the Quran carries a vital meaning in the in a Muslim's life. Since the Quran is a book of guidance, if you read at the beginning, Shaf, it says, That is a book without doubt in it, but as a guidance to those that will actually try to draw themselves close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and attain that essence of piety, Shaf. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, spot on, Sheikh Shah Maida. And as you say, you know, Surah Fathia, the key to the Quran, the key. You know, to everything, the key to even Shifa, you can now read uh, Surah Fatiha over and over again. And inshallah, will give us a Shifa also. Now, Sheikh uh, Shreya Baida, you know, I don't know if you have noticed that at functions uh, that the Noble Quran is played in the background with people talking and uh, this, uh, respecting actually its message and the warning of the Noble Quran and uh, all its messages. And uh, that surely is not on. No way the Quran is playing in the background. People are talking to each other, not focusing on the Quran. That is known as be adbi, disrespectful, Sheikh Shreya Maida. Feel as in. No, no, definitely, Shaf, because you must remember that uh, Allah says, uh, when the Quran is recited before you, you need to keep quiet and pay attention to whatsoever is happening. We, we know we spoke earlier, that's a book of guidance. So all the information, all the recital that comes from the Quran is not poet uh, that you just listen and enjoy. You know, wow, this uh, recital is so good. I listen to the tune. It's not about the tune of the reciter. It's about the message that is being recited. The tune, you don't have to worry about that. That has to be worried about it later. You know, the Lord has mentioned to us that we need uh, to recite the Quran with Tajweed, which is the best. But we need to understand the basic message that comes from there. You know, you find someone who's dis disrespectful to his family, to his father and his mother, and the Quran is all information that teaches you about that, how you have to be uh, respectful to your parents. So it's a book that cures your heart from rise, from disbelief, even from arrogance. You know, you look at what Allah says about the parents, to give an example, Chef. He says, وَقَضَى رَبُّكَ أَلَّا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا إِيَّاهُ وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا You know, Allah has decreed that you worship none but only Allah who is smart and you show your total dutifulness and kindness towards your parents. And even goes to a further station say, maybe it comes to the age where one of them or both of them attains an old age. Don't say off to them. You know, you have to speak to them in a very respectable manner. And you have actually to lower the wing of humility for them. Make dua for them. 
arrogance if you have that bad uh, tendency of speaking anyhow to your parents Allah is telling you you cannot do that so the book of guidance is the one that is guiding you that and sometimes you find we're reading salah and we're still back to doing rotten things all the time Shaf, we finish salah and we're back again uh, on the go doing nonsense I mean the question is are we understanding what we're doing you know because Allah has said on that as well cure to us, you know, to misjudging, uh, what information do to misjudging the salah itself? Allah says, Inna salata tanha anil wal munkar. Salah should save as a key to help you uh, relieve yourself from doing evil and shameful activities. Shav. So it's a matter of actually missing the information in the Quran and missing ourselves of who we are. You must remember Allah has said, you know, we mustn't be like those people that forgot Allah forget their own selves. So this is the kind of talking chat where we are forgetting Allah and is making us forget our own selves, whereby everything we do we contradict ourselves and contradict our deen chaf. Yes, sir, Sheikh Shwebaza. And you know, some also say that it is uh, actually uh, a makru, you know, it's a makru to uh, uh, to recite the Quran in souks and uh, you know in, in the, all these busy marketplace, how true is that, uh, Sheikh Shreemaida? Uh, Shaf, on that one, yes, it could be makru in the sense, uh, you know, you're reciting the Quran in a marketplace, and people are coming to shop and they're not uh, having any interest of listening to the Quran al Karim. So you're making people go past on the responsibilities where they need to sit down and actually listen and actually be attentive to what is being recited. And now somebody is bargaining, I mean, uh, he wants oranges that are marked for 40 rands, he wants to buy for 15, 15 rands. Tell me, where is he going to listen to what the Quran is saying, the recite of the Quran? Definitely, this should be actually taken out only when people are settled. We have a gathering where people are settling and doing something else. Yes, play the Quran for them. And sometimes, yes, in the souk is good also. You find some people that are walking, they listen to the Quran, and actually they'll be following and reciting on that way, way by the majority because we do not understand what is being recited, Shaf. So it becomes one of those passing by things, and you find somebody, while that is there, they take headphones and put in their ears so they do not listen to the Quran, but rather they pump music into their ears, Shaf. Uh, point taken there, Sheikh Shoy Maida. And, you know, as uh, we said earlier on, uh, that, you know, when the Quran is recited, when we hear the Quran and, uh, you know, we have to listen to it and uh, we have to be silent and all that because there's a etiquette and there's a way of uh, listening to the noble Quran. Now, you know, we told in the Quran, this is what the Quran is telling us, uh, not to raise uh, your voice. It was telling the people of that time that do not raise your voice over the voice of the Prophet Sallallahu and uh, if we are, you know, uh, commanded uh, to be silent when the Prophet ﷺ is speaking, then uh, we should know how much more we should be focusing when Allah is speaking to us by the Quran. Because uh, once you get in the Quran, it's a conversation between you and Allah. So, uh, you know, that analogy, I think, uh, really holds uh, uh, true, Sheikh Shreemaiza. No, no, definitely not. Towards the end of that, Shaf, uh, you've been a bit polite as well. And Lauta has that added on that in in Ankara al-Aswat, al-Aswat al-Hamir. He says, the waste of the voices is the brain of the donkey. So in other ways, if he's <laughs> talking too loud and the rest of that, you know, I said you've been polite on that. But I mean, that's a, that's, that's a reality. The brain of the donkey is the waste. And you find us today, we bring waste on the donkey. You know, in the marketplace, in our homes, we have issues and the whole neighborhood won't sleep because now they can hear our house is on fire. 
you know, which shouldn't be as a nature for us Muslims. You know, we are taught that you don't put fire with fire. You know, you don't see the fire is burning, you go get petrol and put on that fire, you want to put the fire off. You know, fire has to be taken with something that will calm it down. So if the house is in a, in a heated position, take a little walk outside, have a glass of water and go rethink. In other words, rethink what has brought this situation to where it is now. Don't be arrogant about it, think, you know, I'm the boss of the house, I'm the man, I can speak anyhow, they must just listen to me. No, don't be on that situation. You must remember being arrogant, thinking that you're better than everybody is a sign of shaitan, Ashaf. If you remember shaitan, when he was asked a question, you know, what stopped you from bowing before my creation of Adam when I'm, I, I wanted you to do that? He says, I'm better than him. So that notch of thinking that you're better than the next person as muslim we need to start desisting from it because it's the quality of shaitan true and true shaf uh, really the worst of uh, sounds is the sound of a brain of an ass <laughs> as the sheikh maida said the donkey and do not make fools of yourself by shouting and making all that uh, exhibition yeah it is not a good thing to do well the sheikh maida the quran you know if you look at it, the Quran is the ultimate miracle which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had bestowed upon our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa And it's the book that, you know, enriches those that have no wealth. It uh, also, Sheikh Shoaib thinking uh, deeply, it uh, dignifies those that are, you know, debased and subjugated. It, you know, it also, the noble Quran, it gives nourishment uh, to those that are spiritually malnourished. And it is a book that brings a light and life to the dead and the blind. You know, a Muslim is someone who sees the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, listens to the sounds of nature, and then speaks the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he gets all these beautiful qualities and traits and these blessings from where? None other than by reciting the Noble Quran. Your thoughts, sir, Sheikh? You know, Shaf, definitely, you know, if you recite the Quran, most especially with understanding, Shaf, it really makes a big difference. We are supposed to be walking Qurans, you know. We're supposed to be talking Qurans in the sense, whatsoever we speak. Is there in the Quran we do wrong? We must be able to see that the Quran says you cannot do this. And we end up going and doing wrong things, yet we got the book of guidance, Shaf. And this is why you look at it sometimes, you think, you know, Allah doesn't love us Muslims. You know, we're fighting all over the world. We're killing one another. Name, name shaming, name calling one another. I mean, the question is, you know, Allah has taught us in the Quran, you see, to say, do not ever nickname people with other bad names that you don't like. But we've done that, you know, we're actually in, on top of that, you know, in uh, naming other people bad names, then we laugh about it, we think it's a joke about it. Yes, we need to desist from all this. You know, the Quran is a book of guidance. That is the book of peace. That is the book that gives us information. It shows us the trains of the people that were there before us, you know, how they live their lifestyle. Those that lived well, how Allah bestowed the blessings upon them. And those that lived wrong, how Allah destroyed them. You know, we read the stories of Nuh how the water destroyed the whole uh, the whole nation. You know, Ad, Thamud, you know, with all those whirlwinds, you know, we can call them tornadoes, whatever you may call them. They came, actually destroyed, capsized the whole cities upside down. We talk about tremors that came in. 
put all the houses upside down and even brought other places polars. Like you give an example of the Gaza Strip or that part of Israel. The area is polar sharp. If you're walking sometimes, you can just go inside and never come up again. So that is the sign that Allah has given us in the Quran to say, you know what, this book has given us everything that we need to live in this dunya from past before we were born. There's history on how we are created from the wombs of our mothers. All that is in the Quran is being taught to us. You know, the stages after stages, how we come on. Look at even the moon itself, you know, how it changes shape every day up to 20 now, 30 days to help us calculate the days and understand the changing of the seasons as well. So we got the Quran. That is the book of everything. You know, you talk about science, chef, you talk about mathematics, biology, physics, give me any kind of education system you want to speak about. The Quran has got it all. So we need to go back and dig deep about this information that we have. Definitely, Shab, we are the best of the best. When Allah says, وَكُنْتُمْ khaira ummah," You know, he never just said that to pat us on our backs to say you are the best of ummah. He knows. The book is given us. If we can follow it and actually practice upon the information, that's the, we are the best of the best, Shab. Nobody and no one will be able, will be able to move us, Shab. Well said there, Sheikh Shurabaiza, and you know, we understand the Qur'an and it uh, becomes embedded in our hearts. And you know, Muslims, uh, you know, this is what we are. We, we are people of intellect, uh, Sheikh Shurabaiza, and people of understanding. Uh, we shun stupidity. I mean, uh, stupidity has no room in the house of Islam. And you know, once the Qur'an becomes embedded in your heart, and then, you know, it really, it changes your entire disposition, uh, Sheikh Shurabaiza. No, definitely, as you just said, you know, there's no room for stupidities. Even Allah has mentioned quite a few times, do not give your words to the fools. You know, definitely people that got no intellect. So we have that kind of intellect as Muslims. We actually created uh, for that purpose. I said, you are the best ummah. Made us a good example for mankind. Enjoying what is good. And you forbid what is wrong. And you have faith in Allah. So this is the top level of intellect, Shab, to understand what Allah wants, to enjoy and what is good, to understand this is wrong and I don't have to go to it. It's the best and top level of intellect. But sometimes you go beyond that, Shab. We know this is the red light, we want to cross it. You know, they tell you don't drive your car. This is a maximum speed, uh, 120 kilometers per hour. We shoot 240 per hour, you know. And then when something happens, an accident, the person says, you know, somebody bewitched him. They did jadu for him. What kind of jadu happens to the person who's driving 240 when the place is supposed to be driving 80 kilometers per hour? So we need to desist and pull back. We are the base of the base. We are the role models. You know, where people, when they look at us, you know, they must see that, you know, there's peace coming for me. There's safety coming for me. There's help that is coming towards me. This is what we are for. You know, you know, al-Muslim man salim al-Muslimina bilisani wayadi. You know, the Muslim is the one whose hand or his talk becomes salama to the next person they're talking to. So that is what we need to understand. Allah has mentioned about Nabi Sallam. And not only to our kind, our Muslims, but to everybody. Look at the example, wa ma arsalnaka. Illa rahmatan lil'alameen, we've not sent you except to bring about peace of message to the entire universe. So you look at Ibn al-Nabi, so it was not only sent for us, but for the entire universe. So it means that believers, believers, all of us, we have to look up to Nabi Sallallahu and he's the one who's uh, the role model for Allah. We have sent you the best role model in Rasulullah Sallallahu for the one who knows that one day we have to go back to Allah Ta'ala and actually 
pay for our actions. If it's good, we go to Jannah. May Allah grant us all Jannah, inshallah. If it's wrong, we have to pay for every sin. And it's taken from there. If the sins, you know, are outweighed by the good deeds, then Jannah is still there for us. But if the sins outweighs the good deeds, then it becomes a problem. So yes, it's time we take responsibility. You know, uh, the companions on the way, they did not open madrasas everywhere at the beginning. You know, they went with the character. You know, the character was best. The best of the character. Even on Abisa mentioned, you know, in the Sunnah tradition, that I brought him here to actually to perfect your character, characteristics as believers. So if we can actually attain that kind of quality of character and polish our characters and be the best in character, Shaf is very easy to get multitudes to come into the deen of Allah Ta'ala because they understand and they can see that we're practicing what we preach. You know, that's the only time. Once we start practicing what we preach, definitely Shaf is easy to get multitudes into the deen. Yeah, brilliant indeed, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida. And you know, this uh, noble Quran came to destroy falsehood and usher in uh, truth. You alluded to the fact. And uh, as followers, uh, we should be enjoining uh, truth and justice and erad eradicating false and injustice. And uh, I don't know, you know, Sheikh Shoei Maida, I was talking to a scholar the other day, and he was telling me that, uh, you know, Abu Hanifa, you know, he debated the atheist in his masjid, and uh, the words of uh, the Quran silenced them. And uh, perhaps you'll know a little about them. And, you know, we do not fear any signs of falsehood because uh, we have the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to negate it. We have the answers in the Quran which had come to correct other, uh, you know, religious uh, scriptures that had gone far away from Tawheed, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida. And uh, your comments? No, no, definitely, Shaf, we need to do that. You know, to debate with uh, Muslims is very easy, Shaf. You know, the face of pillar of that, you can even speak. Ask them if they don't believe in Allah. It's actually the easiest one. Because they tell you why, because we use common sense. I ask them, where is common sense? Can you find it so we can touch it? They will never find common sense. So you tell them there's no common sense then. If you can't see it because you believe in what you see, so you can't see, you can't touch common sense. So definitely there's a lot of room for us to improve ourselves in bringing people to the deen of Allah Uswanta. Remember, Allah has given the Quran for a good reason, that we learn to embrace it. And once we embrace it, we learn to understand Allah. And once we do that, Jannah becomes ours. And, you know, it is a book of guidance and it is a, a book of instruction, put it in that way. Everything what we do, whether in business aspect of it, we have the Quran that is there to guide us. You know, even, uh, you know, you were talking about uh, uh, Imam uh, Abu Hanifa. You know, I'll give you another one, uh, another scenario where the person was telling the people, you know, the Quran has got answers for everything. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you need to go to the Quran, you find answers. And now he went, he was walking around in the seat, and people asked him a question. and said, now you tell me, you say your Quran has got answers. Tell me this baker here, how many bread does he bake by day, you know, without being there? And now the bicep sat, sat one side quiet. Now he's confused. What do I do? What answer do I, do I give him? So he's sitting and pondering once again. He remembers what Allah says in the Quran to say, First, al in kuntum la You ask the people that are based in that truth, if you do not know, we know what is happening. So he understood that. And he went back to the manager and said, How many bread do you bake by day? They said, We bake so much of bread. And come back and they bake so much of bread. Say, But you went and asked them. He said, yes, because my book told me if I do not understand what happens, then I need to go and ask the people that in that field and they give me the answer. So I brought you the correct answer. Go and ask and verify it yourself. So definitely we got the bookshelf 
that is the book of guidance and that is a book that will take us from uh, from darkness into light from being zero to something else you know from being uh, jahannamis to jannah and uh, from being illiterate to those that are illiterate and from those that are inconsiderate to being considered and those that are not faithful into faithful and those that disbelief into believers yes that's the quran sharp so let's take it with open hands and inshallah we can be shining stars all over Sharf. Yeah, Sheikh Shreemaida, and unfortunately, by losing connection with the Noble Quran, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, the, you can look at the uh, MBSs and all these uh, people, are be, you know, are losing it, and they are some, uh, succumbing to falsehood, and uh, succumbing to the dictates of the West, and uh, doing the bidding of their master, because they have lost connection with the, the Noble Book, the, 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 the Noble Quran, and you know the noble Quran, Sheikh uh, Shreem Maida, has information, and I think you said this earlier on, uh, of those who came before us, things uh, that will happen to us, and uh, most importantly, the nur and the blessings that is bestowed on that individual that gets attached to the noble Quran, that walks the noble Quran, that talks the noble Quran, that loves the noble Quran. You can see him shining like the bright, 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 bright moon, uh, Sheikh Shreem Maida. Your thoughts and your parting words on that? I know Shaf is correct, 100% what you're saying. Talking about MBS and the ulama, that side, Shaf is a shame. You know, that they're forgetting actually the akhirah and the good of what they're finding now. You know, they will try by all the means to pet him up and uh, actually to actually uh, make sure that the past fatwa is not whatever he does. Yet he's doing wrong. And they know, you know, Allah has mentioned to us, you know, very simple. Do not sell our vases, our noble Quran with little bags, you know. Only to Allah we have to fear. So people now have turned shaft into puppets, uh, into puppets. They stop fearing Allah was what now MBS has got them under the armpits and they can't do anything. Anything they talk is about him making doors. They can't make doors openly for Palestine. You know, they can't speak about issues happening around uh, Afghanistan, uh, Pakistan and the rest of that because the master is sitting there cramping them. All they say is a bless uh, our soldiers and the, uh, their friends that are helping to secure this, uh, this, this, this place here. And yet we know. There's no protection and safety except from Allah. So we need to get back to the book of Allah and actually purify ourselves and make sure we take this book as a book of guidelines and we follow every instruction that comes there. And yes, definitely, Shaf, all of us, Jannah is waiting. And it's my wish that you and I and everybody, we must be in Jannah for Flaws, inshallah. Inshallah, Amin, Sheikh Maida. Allah bless you now and bless you forever. Jazakallah khairah for being efficient in whatever you do with us. And uh, I really do appreciate that. You have a blessed and beautiful evening ahead, uh, Sheikh Shuri Maida. Inshallah, I'll talk to you uh, soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, sir, people, don't go anywhere. Time for us to go for a break. When we get back, uh, Molana Salim Karim uh, will be joining us.